Just like my Calvet always used to say, sharp knife, sharp life. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Cody Croman podcast. This is episode 15. We are going to start the podcast off with a letter from a fan who had a lot of questions. And she's a very smart little girl. I don't want to call you a little girl. I'm a very smart young lady. She asked questions in a written letter to me, sent it to me via snail mail, and did not leave an email address, thus forcing me <laughs> to answer her questions on the podcast. Because only a really mean guy would throw her letter in the trash. She asked some really great questions. Of course I want to share it on the podcast. But I can't even email her. I threw away the envelope. So the only way I can contact you, Olivia, is via my podcast. So congratulations. You outsmarted the system. Good job. A little bit of background before we get to Olivia and her questions. So my last week, I have just spent it traveling to a couple of my northern, well, actually all my northern Alberta practices. So I was in Fairview, Alberta, High Prairie, and Peace River. We were putting on the producer meetings up there. So we had one in Fairview and one in High Prairie. And I spoke on calfhood colostrum and the importance of uh, passive immunity and then I also talked a lot about scours so that was fantastic and I really appreciate all the producers that came out to those events and then I got to attend some cases in both of the the practices that we were doing the producer meeting at and I was just so in love with everybody up there Uh, I just love mixed animal practices and it was just a fantastic trip the teams are amazing so I came back and had a kind of quiet weekend with the family and now we're in hustle mode Today I did pre-breeding palpations, so ultrasounding some heifers. Ooh, and I got to try out a prototype introducer arm for my ultrasound. It has a pistol grip on it. I'm super excited about the pistol grip. I actually wanted to hate it, but I really, really, really love it. So good job, guys. That is, uh, I probably shouldn't even be talking about it. The pistol grip prototype was from... BCF or IMV technology, the the maker of the ultrasound that I used, the Easy Scan. Anyways, they did a good job. And then I was out at Sienna, my vet tech's ranch, casting a baby calf's broken leg. And I vlogged that, so look forward to that vlog in the future. And yeah, we're we'll, we'll see how long Olivia's letter gets, uh, how long that takes. So. And then we might talk about a few other things. If not, it'll just be, Dear Olivia. So, she says, Hello, my name is Olivia Moradian, and I'm a big fan of your YouTube and podcast. Thank you very much, Olivia. She listens to the podcasts uh, a whole lot, and she likes all the information that I give. 
She is almost 15, and she wants to become a vet. She has wanted to since she's been four or five, and she was working very hard to achieve that goal. The family that I'm friends with owns a goat farm, and I have been present at goat, goat births and give shots to pregnant goats. And I've even read a full 1,000 pages of the Merck Veterinary Manual for Pet Health. Um, that's extremely impressive, Olivia. She loves watching vet shows, too, on Nat Geo Wild. And she lives in Kansas. Seven siblings. Seven siblings. That is amazing. One dog, one hamster. Okay. So she has some questions here. She had a vet shadow lined up, but then it canceled on her. So she's has some questions, and she hopes I can answer them. So question one, I'm a freshman in high school, and I'm getting 90% in science and 88 in math. I'm not sure if those grades are good enough for vet school. I'm really worried because I am not understanding math, and I, I'm sorry for laughing. It sounds like you are understanding math, and I'm really working hard to bring my grades up, but I just can't get it. Help. Are those grades good, or do I need better grades? Yeah, those grades are perfect. Those grades are much higher than my grades were in high school. Your high school grades, you only need them good enough to get into university, the university that you want, or a good university, or one that has animal science program, or whatever route you want to go to veterinary school. You just need to get those good enough grades. Typically, just like 80% is usually good enough, and you should be good to go. So good job. You're doing a great job. I don't get math either. But guess what? As a veterinarian, guess how many times I have to do math? Like, almost never. Mm, what's the math that I have to do? I have to remember dosages of like 15 drugs. And then I just times them by... What do I times it by? I times them by factors of themselves. Does that make sense? Like, Medicam. 1.1 mils per 100 weight. So if an animal weighs, if an animal weighs 200 pounds, 1.1 times two, that is essentially all the math that I have to do as a veterinarian. It's very sad, I know, and I didn't get calculus at all. Mm, so and I was terrible at English. I should have paid more attention in social. But they're so bad at teaching history. High school does a terrible job of making you interested in history. I'm much more interested about history now. Okay, number two. What do I do as an aspiring veterinarian at the moment? To rephrase that, how do I prepare for vet school if I get in? Do I read up on certain subjects I will be studying? Do I do nothing? Well, at 14, seriously do nothing. Enjoy your childhood. You're still a child. Just have fun. Do a lot of different things. Go on trips. Make memories. Don't go all crazy thinking that you need to go crazy before you get into university. Just get good grades, get into university, have a lovely, well-rounded childhood. Go travel, go make mistakes, have fun, go to Disneyland, do whatever, do whatever you do in Kansas. Go run in some cornfields or something. Seriously. Now... If one absolutely wanted to do something to get them into vet school, it really is just like my common advice for undergraduates too is 
get good grades. doesn't have to be the highest grades, but get good grades in high school and just get a lot of different life experiences. Just become well-rounded. Wash dishes, work retail, sell cars, be a tour guide, work in a, in a honey factory, work in a sheep farm, go visit old people at old folks' homes, babysit. Just like do a lot of different things. I think being a very well-rounded person will serve you very well. Number three. I really want to own my own practice one day, and I've always loved the idea of of having tattoos. I've always wanted a tattoo sleeve. Would I be able to have those tattoos and be a vet? I want to do this for the rest of my life, so I would need to not get them or be fine doing so. Yeah, it's totally fine. You be you, boo. Be yourself, unicorns and all. If you want tattoos, if you want, like, to stretch your neck, if you want to, like, have those big hoopy earrings, if you want to have a nose ring, doesn't matter. If somebody in veterinary medicine judges you for how you want to be, then they're probably not the right person you want to work with. So, yeah, have all the tattoos you want. Get neck tattoos, get hand tattoos. This is 2019. You can look however you want to look. Just do, just do it. Don't even think twice. Well, ask your mom and maybe your dad. But yeah, no, that's um, it's not a thing. We love all shapes, sizes, colors, tattoos, sexual orientations, whatever in our veterinary practices. So it is. If you're a good person, you just do whatever you want. Okay. I want to be a general veterinarian, both small and large practice, but if I had the choice, I would pick large animals. I will get a job at 16, so do I look for a farm job with those large animals, or do I work at a vet clinic? It really doesn't matter. I would say both. Like, experience a lot of different things. So, work with large animals i shoveled poop when i was 17 at a at an equine boarding facility work on a farm go to a vet clinic just do a lot of different things okay number five my hamster has a terrible personality never letting anyone touch him or get close without snapping on your hands Uh, i have been bitten several times some very deep and i was wondering what to do I rescued him from our humane society, and I don't know his past life, but he is older, and I don't know how long he'll live, but just curious. So, like, I did have to learn about hamsters in vet school, but I don't remember anything about hamsters now, especially hamster behavior. So I would seek out um, the advice of somebody who knows some hamster stuff. Sounds like he's kind of old, so maybe you should just wait, like, just kind of wait it out. Just let him... Just let him live out his old crusty life. Just make sure he's not scared and has everything that he wants. And I don't know. Sometimes people just don't want to be hugged. Poor little hamster. Number six. My family is getting ready to go on vacation in August, and we're bringing my dog, Iggy, an English bulldog mix. I'm wondering what the best way to take her would be. Kennel in the back or have her up with me. Well, I've never been to Kansas 
but I've been to the States sometimes in August and it can be super hot. So I would recommend, especially with a bulldog, which is a brachiosalith, whoa, small animal, Cody tried to talk for a second, brachiocephalic, which is a brachiocephalic breed, meaning it has a short nasal canal. Um, They can have difficulty breathing, especially when it's hot. That a breed like that in the summertime in Kansas should probably be seeing some air conditioning. So the small animal vet in me says, let's let the puppy ride up front in the air conditioned car, not in the back where it could be kind of hot. Next question. In general, what advice do you have for me? I'm real worried about how my grades will affect my chances of getting into vet school. Does the vet school look at your high school grades or just your college grades? Hmm. Okay. And that is the end of that question. And then she just uh, says she would love my feedback. Okay. So general advice. I think we already went over this and then and then I'll talk about do your high school grades matter. So general advice for somebody who wants to get into vet school going forward and they're 14 years old. So enjoy your childhood, enjoy your teen years, do a lot of different things, make a lot of different mistakes, have a lot of fun, make sure you get just good enough grades to get into university or college that you want to get into and experience a lot of different things. Work in vet clinics, work on farms, work in factories, just do a lot of different things, become as well-rounded as possible. When you get into university, it's going to be a different story. You're still going to want to get a lot of different experience, but to get into vet school, it's extremely competitive, especially, well, I would say depending on where you are, but it's competitive wherever you are. So at that point, your GPA is everything. Your your grades in college do become extremely important. Now, the grades will get you the interview, and your experience will get you past the interview and get you into vet school, but you need those grades to start with. So once you're in university, you have to go so hard and get as many good grades as possible and get as much experience as possible. But no, your high school grades do not count when you're being put into consideration for vet school. So relax and enjoy. Okay, well, I'm pretty happy with that podcast. If you guys have any questions, I love uh, all kinds of feedback. If you are listening to this and you want to just send me a message on the old Instagram or Facebook or an email, my email is Cody at CodyCrowman.com. I would love to hear from you guys. All right. We will see you next time.